Time for Rolling. Welcome to Time for Rolling Esports, the weekly podcast that brings you Vainglory Esports. From predictions to recaps and analysis, we present to you the best in professional Vainglory. Now, here's your hosts, Inglis and Krutzloff. It's Time for Rolling Does it start out with his Vainglory is basically taking a huge step backwards? Okay, let me read it. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I agree 100% on Iraqi Zoro. And that's probably just me being a fan of the scene, so that's what I'm going to hold on to, and that's going to be my hopes. Like, I've never once said it's dead. I don't don't think it's dead. I mean, it doesn't look good, and it's, like, a big picture-wise, I get why everyone's freaking out, and it sucks, but, again, I... I agree with them. Like, what did the orgs bring? Yeah, they tweeted out here and there that their team was playing in Vanglory, but look at the comments from all their fans, anyways. What is this game? Like, I mean, yeah, it's still that's still exposure, I guess. But I mean, uh, Immortals left, and nothing happened. Like, you know, I, I I agree. I don't think the numbers are going to be any worse. I don't think they're going to be magically better. But. Think it, I, I don't know. We've said it a million times. We think this is like the, we're starting over. Like this is the second beginning. Yeah. Well, that's fine. I, I don't know. I think we have different stances on this, which is fine. I mean, everyone's got different opinions, but it. I don't know. I want to believe it, but at the same time, I'm like, man, I it, we have no information. Come on, like mm-hmm. you got to give people more than a week. I mean, I'm sure the teams probably know, which is great and stuff. But like, what about all? What about us? What about all these content creators and stuff and what other about people, the people who that know? watch the game? And you know what? No offense, I'm sorry. Like, great. I, I it's good to see Sweejay saying that he thinks the game's gonna grow and stuff like that. But how much of it is him just wanting to? You know, what I'm saying like, oh, I'm a big voice. A lot of people know me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll tweet about it and try to help save the game. Like, how many times have we heard this? Like, I'm not gonna keep sitting here and being mm-hmm. like. Oh well, Sweet J said this. Well, I, that's great, but until SCMC, the company, does something about it, I, I, they, I don't believe it. Like I'm right. just, uh, God, it's like that boy so who fun. cried wolf. Like, yeah, we hear it again and again. Oh, it's it's Omda Fish or Eidmon Fish. Eidmon yeah. Fish. I don't. Uh, David. David. Yeah. I'm gonna call his ass David because that's what his name is. But he's always obviously very vocal, interacts with us. But yeah, that's what he's saying basically is that. He says that he's talked to pro players that don't know what's going on. You know, DZ, he tweeted at me saying, like, they don't even know who the teams are for VPL. That's why we haven't heard anything. They still don't know. Like, they're still trying to finalize things, which is right. It sucks. Like, I, I, yeah, that blows that. I mean, the the head of mobile for SK did comment on it and said, couldn't agree more, fingers crossed. So, like... Having the head of SK say that, you know, after he just released that big post, like, on why they're leaving, yeah, it sucks, but I don't know. It's going to suck, and it's like Polly. I think Polly already said once, all this changing is good as long as everyone's focus doesn't go towards, like, AOV and AOV takes over while Vainglory's trying to grow. Yeah. Like, Vainglory yeah. could grow just fine when it was just Vainglory, because there's nothing else to watch, like, mobile-wise. Obviously, League and Dota, but that doesn't matter. But, like, if now there's other mobile MOBAs that are being played and people are like, well, this esports scene is looking fresh, would I rather go watch? And I I guess this opinion, it would be very few and or whatever, far and few between. But, like, someone may be like, I'd rather go watch Immortals play Team Liquid and AOV than watch Tilted Towers versus Boosted Tryhards. You know what I'm saying? Like, would you right, rather right. watch Big Orgs play or would you rather watch... See, that's another thing that I want to talk about. Sorry to cut you off, but I'm just like, for me, like, all these orgs leaving, I couldn't give a shit. Same. Like, I couldn't per- care. Like, I, I'm not, but that that's how I am with Vanguard. Like, I want to see the game of Vanguard, Glory, Glory. I couldn't care if it's Team Liquid or Team Pajama Pants playing each other. <laughs> right. Like, I just love the game of Vanguard. Right. So, all these people freak out about the orgs. I'm like, okay. I mean, I understand. Like, it, I, I don't get me wrong. I understand it, but I'm just like, 
like I could, I don't, I'm not, I don't have like a lot of these people have like favorite teams, like team liquid, you know, there it's like, it's like a professional sport. You cheer on your team, but mm-hmm. does the Indianapolis Colts play the baseball, football and, and soccer? No. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't, for me, it's not an organization thing. Uh, yeah. You understand where I'm coming from, but I'm just like, yeah. I don't know, man. I I really want to believe in it and stuff, but I I'm having my doubts. SCMC, I guarantee you cannot wait for like July to just you know what I'm saying like they to this, get this everyone done with. <laughs> yeah everyone talking about this and shit. They have to be like and I don't know maybe they're not maybe they're like you know what this is a part of our plan this is where we're going. But see that's the other thing no one knows yeah no and, one's talking about and it to a certain point. I understand that like we shouldn't know you know, everything like there's, right. there may be a bigger plan in play that like, yeah, like, like everyone's saying this sucks right now, but maybe what they're doing is going to be for the better. And we're going to see the return of things. And like, who knows what the prize pool is going to be? I mean, we did see some people tweeting. You remember that giant ass thread thread we got involved with between Dragonborn yeah, yeah. and everyone else. Like, you know, someone had mentioned that, like, wait till you see the prize pool. So I think the prize pool is going to be much bigger this year. I don't think it's going to – I don't know if it's going to be 500000 like AOV is for the very first time. But, like, maybe it's going to be definitely bigger than what Vanglory was the first couple of years. Um, but then Dragonborn, of course. Uh, I, should, should we start the episode? Yeah, we should be recording this. I recorded everything, but I think we should just hit play now. Or not play now, but I think I should just do the <laughs> intro. And I'll, I'll uh, play some of that beginning and figure out what to do with the rest. Yeah, you can add it in somewhere or something. Thank goodness, because that was good talk. So. Oh, yeah. good talk, yeah, yeah, good let's talk. <laughs> That's good. We That's good podcast right there. We say farewell to Vanglory today as we release our roster and support staff behind it. Thank you to everyone who walked this path with us and good luck in your future endeavors. Our time in mobile esports has not ended yet. Keep an eye out for our socials. Stay up to date. Well, Misfits Gaming, your time as in mobile esports hasn't ended because you're just going to go to AOV like everyone else where the money is. God damn that yep. pissed me off. All right. Hello. Can't blame him, though. Hello. He just ruined my intro. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, hello, hello. Welcome to Time for Rolling Esports episode 93. Title of this episode is Feels Bad Man. <laughs> Feels real bad, man. Chris Loth, it's uh it is popping right now on the Twitter sphere. Things are going down, shit's hitting the fan. People, it's like the house is on fire, like crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just wild out there. If you're not yeah, on Twitter I, right I now. It's just it's wild. People are fighting. People are saying this. I'm just lurking with my popcorn. <laughs> You're such a meme. You are a meme. Endless I, is a meme. I'm I'm always memeing. Um, but yeah, we are. It is Monday for Crude and I. Polly, God damn it, Polly's in a vehicle driving home, and he couldn't join us tonight. So thoughts and prayers for Polly. Uh. We'll have to, we'll <laughs> he have, didn't die. No, he didn't. But it's, I'm just mad. I'm just mad he couldn't be here because I know he wants to rant with us. But this is a juicy episode, or it's I, gonna be. My schedule is just. I stopped for like ten seconds and thought, what could I do to change my schedule to get Polly to record for episode one of this week? And I was like, I would just cause myself like a headache doing that. So we just have to record without him tonight. Um, so yeah, this episode's crazy. Like Creed was saying, it's Monday for us. Uh, tomorrow will be uh, Tuesday, April fourth. Uh, nope, third. Third. And uh, I do that every time because it's just, you know, it's just my thing. Um, but preseason starts Saturday, supposedly. Um, hopefully that will all be finalized by then, and we'll be a good to go uh, with with the teams we have. Uh, it's looking like it'll be Tribe and then seven non-professional teams, but. Uh, we, how many orgs dropped out today? Two, just two. I mean, just two out of the eight. That's um, a small percentage. Technically, just one. Um, Misfits dropped out today, but um, SK was technically announced yesterday or on Sunday. But the head of mobile from SK released his post, which was like real nice it was real nice of him to uh release that i kind of joked and said i learned more about vanglory esports in that post than i have in the three years of following vanglory he gave a lot of information i was like oh i didn't know that i didn't know that um so if you didn't see that 
I'm probably, like, as long as I don't forget when I release this, I'll link everything we talk about in the show notes, Twitter-wise, uh, so you guys can go and read it. Um, but it's, like, definitely crucial to uh, keep up with it and make sure you pay attention. I'm going to try to find it real quick because there was parts of it. Crude, I'm, I'm assuming you read it. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I read about half of it at work today, and then okay, okay. I had to stop. So I don't know everything right. in there. So the big I'm thing. I'm going to pull it up here too as well. Yeah. Hold on. Did you, at least, I mean, if, go ahead. If you can't find it, just go to Pont, Pont's Twitter because he quoted it and that's where I found it. It's Martin. Yeah. Martin. I can't pronounce his last name. Sorry, Martin. Um, but so the whole thing, he, he explained it as much as he could when SK entered, um, who SK was going to be. You know, SK was going to be Kavalafar, Tyrus. Hegman with Techno JJ and uh, Hondor, like uh, it's an amazing team. Like Bayou, you know, Ralph, like it's just a good squad. Like gonna be definitely that dominant, tr- quote unquote, tribe gaming from NA and EU. So it was really great seeing them together. And then you know the franchise program was put in place in 2017, and this is what they say: the because f- the franchise program is one thing that I've never understood. I've talked to many people who have all said different things about the franchise program, whether the franchise program uh, allows SMC to pay players, that way organizations don't have to pay them as much, and all these different things. I've never heard officially what the franchise program was officially about. I know it was definitely a place to focus on content creation and to grow Vainglory. So if you got a franchise tag, you had to be making content about Vainglory in order to grow. So streamers um you know flash is a big streamer for tsm streaming vainglory so that's a way they grow it gang stars they got a franchise program because they were supposed to do things to help grow the game now whether that was by you by you yeah like he was for sk the code you know he was always streaming same thing i was just throwing out another example sorry oh sorry i was talking about gang stars so when you said by you i was like wait a minute i'm confused um, well, I know you said Flash X, then Gangstars, and I was throwing out SK. Oh, then it clicked. We it clicked. Right, sorry, my bad. <laughs> no, you're I'll good. Um, but Gangstars like was trying to do like the Gangstars Academy, and they did have some streamers and stuff. But then like a lot of streamers went to Nova. So the franchise has been wild. It's been crazy. I feel like for the most part. And it, he says it was put to focus content creation to grow Vanglory. Uh, several organizations jumped on it and became involved. It was all meant to take Vanglory to the next level. Um, and it says the initial expectations of the program succeeding were high. But it shouldn't be a secret that these expectations couldn't be met by neither SEMC nor the franchises. So he's basically saying the franchise program did not work at all. So yeah, that basically tells me that the fact that all these teams are leaving, fran- like not the new franchise program that they're initiating, that you know a lot of these teams aren't getting in, but the old franchise program and all the teams that have left. Immortals, Tempo Storm, Echo Fox, NRG, SK. You know, uh, let me just continue. Cloud Nine, probably TSM, unless TSM wants to be the only organization in Vainglory. They've all left the initial franchise program, but clearly that doesn't matter because the franchise program didn't even work like they wanted it to. So he set that straight kind of in my mind, which was nice to see that. Um, right. You know, he even says in personal note, it's like he loved Vainglory. And I've already seen him make other things to hopefully, you know, that they'll be back um, and they'll come back once the game does grow and maybe maybe financial things get a little better. Um, but in the present circumstances, he says SCMC is being under uh, restructuring measures. It'll be certainly more difficult for them to successfully make a transition into 5v5. I wish them honestly the best of luck, though. So it's just like he's just taking a step back and it's just like good luck. He doesn't like what's happening or he's just worried about what's happening and that kind of scares me because to me, I'm just a 22-year-old who really doesn't have that good of opinions about some of these business sides, but he's like the mobile director of SK Gaming. So, you know, he's got some experience behind him. So him seeing that kind of sucks. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, it's it's frustrating to see. It's hard to see. Yeah, he says that the whole goal is to grow player base and viewership. And but how are you going to do that without some of those big orgs being there? Like certain well, people, that's all they care about. Maybe using resources and things to 
you know, focus on developing, you know, key features. Like he says in his write-up, UI, create overall player experience. Like that's that's a big struggle right now too. So um, we don't know what the funds of Vainglory looks like. We don't know how much 5v5 is taken out of them. They clearly don't have money just to throw at these orgs unless they wouldn't take away a franchise spot from SK. Like the only org left in EU. Like you didn't offer the only org in EU a franchise spot. Right, it's SK is not freaking Schmo Joe from the corner. Like that's SK Gaming. Like they have the one of the largest SK or SK CS:GO followings. So you know every time you tweet about Vanguard, the the CS:GO followers are following, and they see that tweet. Other orgs similar. I've already mentioned once that does that add a lot? Yeah, it does add exposure, but do those players come and necessarily play Vanglory? No. But hell, like me and you aren't necessarily full on full die hard esport fans of a specific org. I've been a fan of TSM here and there. Uh I was a fan of their older League of Legends teams, not so much anymore. So like if I was a diehard SK SK fan and I saw that SK was playing Vanguard, yeah, I'd probably stop and watch, you know, the a championship weekend to see SK play. I mean, right. yeah, when I watch TSM, they always lose in league, so maybe I would come over and watch Bangalore <laughs> to see if they can win there. Um, that kind of thing. Shots fired. Yeah, only in league, only in league. Uh, they didn't make it to the playoffs for, I think this is the first time. It's kind of crazy. But uh, we're not here to talk about a successful game. We're talk- We're here to talk about, oh wait, no, that's, a- that's actually shots fired. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yikes. Um, I'm kidding. So that was a good post from him. I was glad to see that. Uh, he definitely, you know, didn't just give us the bullshit PR yeah, statement yeah. of, oh, we're leaving and give us no reason why. Like, that's the worst Hope thing. Just soon, like. Right. Like, yeah. it just sucks because we don't know what's happening. And he was able to shed some light on, here's what happened. It sucks. Maybe SEMC is doing the right thing. Maybe it's going to work out in for the long run. And that's what I've seen on Twitter today, too. And I wish I could just favor and screenshot everything I want to talk about. But, you know, I saw a tweet that was like, maybe this is exactly what they need to do. And it's going to work out. Maybe in a year, it wasn't the right thing to do. And it won't work out. That's I think that's the part of them growing and, you know, figuring things out. Um, I mean, Gangstar started this off, right? And for me, it was like, Am I sad that Gangstars left? I mean, yeah, of course. But at the time, Gangstars didn't even have a team. So I wasn't really surprised to see Gangstars not get a franchise spot. And Gangstars is... I mean, they were talking about having a team. They had players on, you know... Right, right, right. Ropes, I mean. Well, when he uh, yeah. well, well, when he released his announcement, he threw that in there. Now... I didn't have that information leading up. Obviously, I was clueless on what their teammate looked like. Um, right. But you know, seeing seeing them leave, it's like they're in other games as well. And maybe Gangstars wasn't offering enough content creation in order to keep a franchise spot. I know that sounds crazy, but that's I guess the whole point of the franchise program. So I was like, all right, that sucks. But now that I'm seeing like Misfits, they didn't get offered a franchise spot. You know, SK didn't get offered one. Uh, Cloud9 obviously bailed early because they must have saw the future. So on, what other other org is left. Um, But there's a big org to talk about that we're missing. And I, I didn't know if you were planning on talking about it later or not, but I, my so, mind is so scrambled crude. I have no plan for this. I wish I did. So I hope I, I hope I, okay. we talk about everything we want to, but just go for it. Let's just jump around. I don't care. So what do you think this means for TSM yeah. or AKA chi- child's play right now? Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't, know. I don't go ahead, know. Go ahead. If, <laughs> If again, it's so hard for me to talk because I just don't want to act like I know what I'm talking about because I don't. This is just all hypothetical. But like, let's just say SMC is part partnering a lot more with, with TSM and going forward. Let's say it'll be worth TSM to stick around in Vanglory and help grow the game. TSM stays even though there's no other quote unquote pro teams or big orgs. And this is something I want to challenge. Like me and you already said. Uh, hopefully I. Ooh, me and you talked for nine minutes before I actually quote unquote started the podcast. But one thing me and you said is we don't give a shit that all these teams are leaving. Me and you personally, 
Like we just want to watch yeah. Vainglory. TSM is going to have maybe as long as players can handle the contract under each team. Like the players under the TSM, great. They have much more money coming in. This is a pro team they're playing on. This is something they can do, quote, quote unquote, for their for a, a career. TSM, all those players under child's play, now they don't have an org paying them. They're playing just for prize pools and anything they can win. So maybe it's harder for them to commit. But those are the same players with the same skills. And I'm still going to get to see them on the weekend, whether they're under child's play or TSM. Right. And it's just like, you know, we always talk about him, but we, I don't know. I still don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, Viziax, Viziax, you know, the analyst for Tribe. I think it's Viziax. You always say that. Yeah, and every time you say it, I'm like, maybe that's right. But it's like, okay, Victorious from Gangstar. She says, so the VPL will basically be Tribe Gaming beating up on seven non-pro teams. And it's just like he says, Viziax, we lost a child's play in Viz, though. I don't think it's going to be the Tribe show. And he has a great point. Even though, let's just say child's play is not TSM. It doesn't matter. And Vic goes, point yeah. is, you guys will be the only pro org the way looks things are looking. But does that matter that they're not a pro org? Well, they still can win. Well, he, I mean, yeah, he makes a good point, though. It depends on personally the players, because if you do have an org, even though the tribe's not a big org, I'm sure they have some sort well, of support for their team. So hold, hold on. Hold tribe on. pays their players what the if, most. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like they're getting paid to practice and play. Not saying that the other teams won't practice, but they're like, okay, I can't skip. Let's say I don't. You know, I don't know the age. Let's say I can't skip school. So right. here's my time from six to eight. You know, because they're 17, 16 in high school, whatever. Yeah. Even younger than that. You know. So technically, tribes should beat up on them if if they're getting paid to play and they're you know they're doing mm-hmm. eight hour scrims. Remember how we used to talk about eight hour scrims and yep. stuff? You think that. You think that uh, Tilly Walker, Jason Jones, and three other people that are no names are going to be able to practice for eight hours a day? Hold up. Did you just come God, up with those be- names? Yeah, I just came up with those that names completely. All right, go on. <laughs> the, the, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're not going to be able well, to that's... just be like, oh, here, let me just put my life on hold mm-hmm. for eight hours since I'm not getting paid for this by an organization to go ahead and practice with you Monday through Friday so we can play on the weekends. Like, if that is not realistic at all. Yep. That's... So technically, yes. Tribes should beat up on everybody. Right. That's when the competitive play can become stale and the competitive scene can become stale. If that happens, where child's play, let's say I'm just going to throw out Daniel and Big Paws because he's the only one I know. Let's just say he has a lot of things going on in his life right now. If he's getting paid a good amount of money to play Vanguard for eight hours a day and practice and scrim and then play on the weekends, that's what he's going to do. If he's not getting paid anything and he's only working for a prize pool at the end of an eight-week period – and something comes up, he's like, man, I don't want to play for eight hours a day. I have this going on that may be better for my life. I'm going to do that instead of playing. Now the team has less scrim time together. Meanwhile, Tri's been grinding out scrims. Well, can they even scrim if they can't even schedule a scrim with any other team? Anyways, uh, yeah, that's like that could be a problem altogether anyways. Maybe not enough people can be able to schedule scrims because they're not under like a pro org to be. That's what the best thing the pro org offers is maybe like that manager, that coach, someone to schedule scrims, someone to keep the players in more and more or less in line. I mean, hell, I cast for the NACL and those are all just kids coming together to play and every time there's a game scheduled that the one kid's just like oh i was in the middle of a game on xbox so i forgot i had a you know a game tonight that doesn't even matter like we don't want to see that in the vpl we don't want to see kids just not showing up because they're like oh i i don't know like i just play for boosted tryhards like i don't give a shit about that exactly um so another interesting tweet uh that i you know gabe vizzle even tweeted out you know, it just sucks seeing this from him. Uh, such a big name. You know, he is on a nice org now with Try, but I'm sure he would have rather stayed with Cloud9 and, you know, Cloud9 treated them well. But he says, you know, three years ago, I took a risk to be a part of a startup project. And now after those years, I'm still hearing the same thing from day one. Just wait till this will be huge. Time to start thinking about what I want to do after this year. So, you know, that sucks him Not thinking good. like, 
Yeah, you know, it's not good for him to be like, you know, Vainglory isn't heading the right direction that he thinks it should have been by now. Um, we do always hear that from a lot of people like, oh, mobile esports is on the rise. Mobile esports is on the rise. Vainglory will be at the head of it. And me and you, that's, hell yeah, that's what we want. We want that to be the truth. We want that to happen. Um, but it's just like anything else, yeah. you know, you can only hear that so much before you just stop believing it. Just like the boy who cried wolf, you can only, you know, deal with it so much until you just don't believe it anymore. So, uh, I think Polly yeah. has talked about it. You know, some of these kids are probably like, Hey, I'm a senior, I'm graduating. Do I go to college or do I just dedicate my life to Vanguard and become a pro player and make a good amount of money? But what if this game well, just risk it? Yeah. Right. What if this game just so dies? I they... guarantee it's not like it's league of legends you know established this game yeah it was it was getting more established with 3v3 but now we're switching to 5v5 and who knows maybe in two years endless will be talking about all like team liquid joining all this i i really hope so like you were saying but uh, man i don't know and it's just like iraqi said like you know iraqi said from the beginning on his tweet and his threads you know he did some he uh, for me personally I'm, i don't speak for crude here I agree mostly with what Iraqi was saying. We've already talked about it a little bit in the beginning, but you know, Iraqi says this is just a huge step backwards for Vainglory. We're basically going back to the beginning where it's just a bunch of players making a name and playing the game. And then once they become good enough and an org sees, hey, you know, basically we're about to enter the weekend of a big tournament where there's a big prize pool. Maybe that's the time this big org jumps in and picks up a team. Then that team wins. The org sees some money and thinks it's worth it. Just like TSM passed with Ardent Esports. TSM saw Ardent as the best team, saw the money that Vang- that they had won already. Maybe Vanglory is worth it. Um, so for now, like Iraqi's saying, we're going to maybe see six or seven or hopefully not that many, but teams just playing on whatever names they want um yeah and just play and whenever they can for more is like a really really dedicated hobby and if they win maybe we see orcs come in and pick up contracts and it's like you said the biggest loss is player contracts other than that the orgs leaving doesn't affect Bangalore too much just like me and you already said i'm not gonna be all pissed and boycott this weekend if there's only one big org I still want to watch all the players play. I like watching 5v5 competitive. I would rather watch it than play it. That's why I love Vanglory. But yep, we've already mentioned it. They're, them not having contracts is going to make it more harder, more harder. English is hard. More harder. Difficult for them to dedicate a lot of time to scrimming and doing the proper, you know, you know, the training and practicing they need in order to be the best team. And if Tribe's the only one that has that type of dedication, then that's all we're going to see. TSM and Child's Play. Right is a young team now. Like, you have Chuck, who's used to being a pro. You have Flash, who does, quote-unquote, retire and becomes just a sub-slash-coach. He's used to it, but if you got Hammy, you got, you know, parents involved that say, hey, look, I saw you maybe have some success with Rogue. Speaking of Rogue, we still haven't seen them officially leave. That'll be interesting. Um, (laughs) Well, are you saying you think they're going to leave? No, not necessarily, but oh. they could be one of the teams. Well, you just said that. You're like, we haven't seen them leave yet. Like, Well, yeah, I just shit. meant like, oh, I haven't heard from them. Maybe they got I one gotcha. of these somehow sought after uh, franchise spots. Um, That'd be wild. Here, we didn't send you to Worlds, so you have this. <laughs> <laughs> well, they lost Hammy, so they got to pick up some people to be good. Um, but yeah. uh, you see the, you know, damn it, what was I talking about? Sorry forget what i was talking about well i got something i can go off of but i don't want to interrupt you unless you in case you remember it mm, it was just it was just uh me agreeing with iraqi i think overall for the most part in the the orgs oh it was just me the player base the parents and stuff like saying like hammy oh yeah. you see hammy like his parents like oh we saw your success with rogue and you had that org backing you up and now you're playing for child's play who you don't have any org you don't really have this maybe a good not good income, but some type of benefits for playing for this org, and now you're just literally playing the game with hopes of being picked up. And maybe that's harder for the parents to support Hammy not doing other things at school. I think he's still in school. Right. I could, this is all hypothetical once again. But yeah. Is Vainglory dead? No. Does it look good right now? No. I understand why people are freaking the hell out. <laughs> go oh, on with your thought. Let me go. Well, let me go this direction. I don't know. It stopped me if we've already talked about this at some point. I know we talked about it 
off air. I don't know what you're going to do with it. Anyway, the, yes, it looks bad right now because let's talk about scheduling. We are four days away. Four? Yeah, four. Four days away from preseason supposedly starting. And we were talking about this. Uh, you know, you want to record Wednesday, which I understand where you're coming from. Hey, we're getting back to our normal rotation. We record on Monday and Wednesdays. It comes out on Tuesday, Thursdays. Normally we do prediction episodes like we used to, which is what I love. That's my favorite thing to do. And I want to get back to just as bad as endless does, but bruh, we don't even have a schedule. I couldn't tell you what team plays first. Like how are we going to do predictions and stuff when we're four days away? You know what I'm saying? That just goes back to how it looks bad right now. Like, come on, you can't give us anything yet. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm waiting for the tweet where like, I'm waiting for the tweet where it goes. Well, starting preseason in June. To be honest with you, yeah, I'm sorry, it sounds bad, but I'm just like, how how can we not know? That'd yeah, be like the NFL wild. releasing a week before. Obviously, it's a big different scale. I understand that. I I get that. But I'm just like, if you're trying to be this professional, oh man, I don't know. I'm frustrated right now. I'm trying not to be, but I'm frustrated. Yeah. It's like, um. Sylvia, I think. Let me see. Let's see if I can find it. You know, Sylvia, she's obviously around in the main court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had made a tweet that I kind of agree with to an extent about how, like, it's preseason chill, like, everyone relax. And I'm like, yeah, I get that, but we don't want to go into preseason not having everything organized and then go into the VPL. Like, I guess preseason is a time to figure things out. But then again, yeah. like, I feel like at this point, you should be, you should know. And then I tweeted out just this morning that my hopes were to do a preseason ranking article on teams heading into this preseason. Unless announcements are made soonish, I guess I'll just do a ranking after preseason's included. And then DZ from, he's pretty involved with Vision Gaming, he tweeted out, we don't even know all the orgs that are in VPL right now, facepalm. So maybe he has some insight, or maybe he's just saying we don't. When he says we don't, he means like just the casual fan because we don't know. Or is he saying yeah. we don't as in he's an org vision gaming who did have a VGA spot. They don't even know who the VPL is. So it's just like, right. and obviously they don't SK just got kicked out or left because they didn't get the franchise spot. So now you just have all these players going to just hold those spots. Like what if those players are just pissed enough that SK didn't get a franchise spot. And now they got dumped. They're like, I don't want to play. <laughs> like, can you imagine? Right. Uh, yeah that would suck that would suck really bad and again overall my obviously i love angler so my hope is that everything that's happening right now looks bad and it's kind of crazy but you know who knows what could happen in the future like it could all change around ambulance sorry everyone pause i don't want to talk uh through that but you know in in a little bit and I say a little bit as in like as a when you look at time as a whole <laughs> a couple of years, yeah, everything could be going perfectly just like Vanglory wanted. The whole franchise rework worked in their advantage. They were able to grow like they wanted to, even without the the financial cost of franchises. And now you got some teams coming back. Everything's looking up. Mobile esports is on the grow. On on the, you know, is growing. Vanglory isn't solely responsible for the growth of their game. Mobile esports as a whole will be important for that. If mobile esports does blow up, then Vanglory is going to grow with it. If mobile esports still Which, stays yeah. like down and you know everyone looks bad at mobile, then Vanglory is going to stay with it. I think that I think it, it is in the process of blowing up. I mean, just <clears throat> let me let me go on a quick rant real quick. The whole this is how I feel, and I like I said this this podcast. I've kind of been a little bit more negative, and just I don't know. I, I don't. I kind of want to be depressed, honestly. Like just, uh, it's the name of the show, you know, man. It feels bad. Like it just feels bad that all this has to be happening. Bro, think about December. No, yeah. Yeah, December. Think about December and where we were at. Mm. Worlds. Excited. Hyped. 5v5 coming out. I'm loving it. I'm playing every day. Well, not every day, but as much as I could, you know. And that's not that I'm not playing as much now. I just don't really have the time right now. Anyway, in a matter of three months, and then we get invited to go out to San Fran. And we go out to the 5v5 launch party. And I am just loving life, man. I'm like, I love it. Vainglory. I'm so excited for the future. We get out there. We hear about all these razor promotions and stuff. And 
it's just nothing but good news and which is great and i still do believe in a lot of that stuff but it's just like this past month has been such a a debbie downer in a way because we haven't had that much and i know i keep going back to that but i don't does, do you feel that way that yeah. from december to to now it's completely 180 mm-hmm. the podcast hasn't been fun necessarily recording just because maybe that's what it is too yeah it, it could just be because it's just like we we're tired of saying the same thing over and over on the podcast of that we don't know um and i mean to an extent there's nothing we can control about that we're a vainglory esports podcast so like right. esports has been gone since december so it does make sense that we've been struggling as it gets farther and farther away from december um but you like in january we we're like oh we don't have to wait that much longer we should be hearing about team announcements in march we'll have all the information by this time no all that's been wrong we're one week away and there's still a lot we don't know so yeah. that's been the rough part too is just you know as a podcast and as a content creators we haven't been able to help you know build the hype and granted are we a major part in success of building the hype for the week in esports no not at all not even close but there is a good amount of people at least in my opinion number wise that do listen to the show and do love interacting and talking about Bangalore esports and for the last how many months we haven't heard any of that and originally you know yeah. we talked to fuji like when the first announcement was kind of made uh, and you know, after San Fran, about maybe him coming on playoff beard even mentioned to us that to we could set something up to announce things. You know, obviously that didn't happen, which is fine, whatever. But you know, even to the point right now, I can't message Fuji because there's no way I'm gonna bother him with everything he has going on to come on the show and talk about what's happening because there's a lot right. clearly there's a lot more bigger things happening than coming on this podcast to try to share things. And there's going to be a lot that he still can't share, even at this point. So it's just like, it just sucks that we couldn't get maybe more clear things and everything happened more smoothly. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know. It, it does suck that 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 that's happening. Yeah, I mean, not we're not you know obviously blaming Fuji at all. No, I'm just. No. You know, because he is busy and stuff, and we and we haven't even reached out to ask him. But no, we're it, just kind of suspecting that you know the way that this stuff is going. I understand that he is probably very busy. Right. There's so. time for speculation. There's time for answers. We had him on for five v five to speculate. I'm not going to have him on to speculate VPL when he knows what's happening and he just can't tell right. us because of uh, announcements and partnerships, that kind of stuff. So that doesn't make sense. We would have to have someone who doesn't know on to speculate. That's the best part about us. We, we, me and you, even though we would love to know everything behind the scenes, we also don't want to because we don't want to have to like you know only say certain things on the show. We want to be able to talk freely and speculate and be 100% wrong or speculate and somehow be right and not know it. Uh, that's what we would rather do. So in that well, aspect, in our, in our free time, yes. Right. Because... I could have I easily messaged Fuji tons of times and still asked him to come on. But I just decided that if he felt like he had the time and he thought it was right, because the way our conversation ended, uh, I was going to leave it up to him to be like, yeah, this still makes sense for me to do it. And then and clearly, if things have gotten much more complicated leading up to VPL, then hell, uh, he's not really offending me. I would rather I would rather him get everything right with the VPL before he comes on our show. I don't care about my show compared to the VPL as a whole. Yeah. Um. So, yes, Miss... Sir. What's up? No, I just said yes, sir. I oh, agree yeah. with that 100%. Yeah, so Misfits is leaving too. Um. That's the other team. And Wings, Sad. Alex, of course, manager, he made a nice little post and he explained it as well. He may be coming on the show Thursday... I may just have him on that way he can just rant and get his side out because it's like he said, he understands that, you know, people are confused, scratching their heads, wondering why so many orgs are pulling out parentheses since no one is really explaining why, uh, he doesn't want to leave the community hanging. So he, uh, he was going to make a YouTube video or like do like a little podcast thing by himself. And I was like, Hey, I just said, if you want to come on and do it here, that's fine. Uh, he'll probably still do his YouTube video, and then maybe he can just come on, and I can just throw questions at him. But, you know, Vang- Misfits was looking really good. Misfits was a nice org to join in. Misfits, obviously, a partner of Miami Heat. Uh, Misfits was trying to get that VPL spot, and, um, you know, the the guys on the team, they were really putting in the work, like really, really trying to get that VPL spot for them. And, uh, you know, they play in the NCL, the, or the NCL, the NACL, the, v, the VIS, um, but it's like he said, you know, 
he says he says let me see where it's where he says it at oh everyone's maintaining a positive outlook on the team and this is what kind of sucks and i'm not blaming vainglory for this but you have these five kids that are on a team on an org as misfits these kids did nothing wrong they have a great thing going for them and they're kind of being punished because of how this franchise and everything else is working they're being punished for the for whatever SCMC is doing, I guess. I know that sounds bad, but in an aspect, it is. Now these these kids, you know, the players, now they're not on a team. They're gonna go back to the tilt rehab. They're gonna try to still, you know, keep the you know the practice and all that grinding they've been doing up, even without playing under misfits. You have a lot more pride when you're playing for an org that has a couple hundred thousand followers or you know a big following. Now you're just back to quote unquote nobody just a a a non-pro team i mean it sucks to have that taken away from you for something that you can't control right but in the same way let's try to look at the positive side it motivates them to Mm -hmm. keep playing well together and try to get another be a part of you know the teams that get more orgs to come back to bangalore you know what i'm saying like yeah, it sucks. I totally understand where you're coming from. That would be extremely hard. But I think the way they have to look at it now is like, all right, well, let's just do what we've been doing and, you know, kind of see how this preseason goes, maybe even see how the season goes. Because, you know, like we've said all along, this first year could be really interesting for Vainglory. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they could, you know, be part of it and, you know, get picked up by, who knows, C9, all these different orgs that might come back, that we hope do come back. Yeah. And, I mean... They're not going to come back. The orgs that have left aren't going to come back until something drastically has changed. Um, but there may be other orgs that have, you know, that realize. I mean, like you mentioned them all the time. Team Liquid, you know, all these. There's just so many other orgs. Envy, there's there's a lot of other orgs out there that could come in. You never know. Um, but it's just going to be it's going to be interesting. I'm just going to sit back. I'm going to watch it happen. And uh again, no matter what, as, as long as I got competitive esports, yes. I, competitive, underline that three times, I'm good. If I have to watch an esports week in and week out where Tribe destroys everyone because not only just because the players are better, but because other players don't have the funding, don't have the time, don't have the support to truly grind and try to compete, then that's going to be hard for me to to enjoy it. That's why Cloud9 and TSM destroyed everyone for so long. That's why at the end of 2017, we saw Hammers, Tribe, Cloud9, TSM, uh, everyone, you know, kind of at the same level of um, success and being able to compete. Rogue yeah. was the other one. So, Honestly, I think you, you made a great point. I, me, personally, I didn't really think about this until now when you were just talking about it, how, you know, having one team, like, even back in the old days, at least we had C9 and TSM kind of beating up on each other every weekend, so we could still pick between that, and they they would beat up on every other team. But, man, to only have one team dominate week in and week out, like, how do you, like, how do we make our predictions fun if we're like, well, tribe, 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 <laughs> tribe. You know what yeah. I'm saying? At least back in the day, it was like, uh, C9, TSM in the championship, at least. We know we get to actually try to make a decision here compared to just being, yeah. oh, God. I just thought of that. You just depressed me more. <laughs> so, endless. so girls on boys. He tweeted, "Ugh, I get frustrated being so close to having bingo," and he literally has the franchise picture that Vanglory released, and it has Cloud Nine, DNG, Echo Fox, Fanatic, G Two, Gangstars, Immortals, Misfits, Mouse Sports, NRG, Rogue, SK, Queso, TSM, Tempo, and Tribe. And he's crossing out everyone that has left, and he's like trying to get a bingo. Out of all the ones I just named, the only ones that are left are DNG, that Japan team, TSM, Rogue, which TSM and Rogue we've heard nothing from. So there's not those yeah. aren't like looking good teams, you know what I'm saying? Tribe, that's the one that's 100% confirmed. Queso, I'm pretty sure they'll stick around. G2 is the one that just lost all their players and dropped all their players, but the organization never said that they were leaving for sure. So G2 is still around right, right. now. So like seeing one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten teams. Gone. Yeah. And then Sean Doris, he's the freaking um he's that vlogger that was at San Fran, that famous dude. 
Mm-hmm. He's the guy that launched Space Station Gaming. He has a Vanguard team. That's why they were there because he has Space Station Gaming. That's the one he started. He like commented on it. He's like, this is actually hilarious. And I'm like, LOL, someone with 85,000 followers commented on something with Vanguard and kind of negative. Now everyone's going to see it. Yeah, he yikes. Apollo commented and says, you'll get it soon. Don't worry. <laughs> Which that would be Rogue would give him a bingo. G2 would give him a bingo. Oh, yeah. This is just... That's that's kind of funny. Um, What else have we talked about that we need to talk about? Hmm. Well, if we look at SEMC as a whole and how I know them as a company... They are seeing the shit show happen in front of them. They are well aware of what's going down. Yeah. And for the most part, yeah. like just like Christian did the CEO, he made that huge post on Reddit about here's us, me comedy on everything that's been happening in the past, all your concerns. None of that was about esports because he doesn't probably deal with esports that much. I'm sure he def- Okay, I take that back. Everyone in, in Vanglory deals with everything because they're so small. But, you know, he didn't comment on any of the esports stuff. Uh, me personally, would I like an AMA from Fuji or someone on Reddit? That'd be interesting. Uh, I don't think that's a good idea. I would honestly be scared for Fuji's life just from, you know, people and trolls behind the internet, how how they can be. I don't think people would be asking the real questions. The right, yeah, the right questions. Right. They'd be it could he could, he could be getting some way too much flack that he probably does could just uh ignore but it'd be good to see that controlled with the right questions asked for him to answer or maybe him just you know releasing some things uh to just clear up some things why things have been happening he understands people's frustrations and just hold on granted again he probably even understands that with the hold on yeah that's he probably even understands that that you know take that the grain of salt that only means so much so um Iraqi recently said he's just worried that, you know, what will suffer from the lack of orgs with the in- infrastructure, and uh, he just hopes things will catch up to the point of where the, the orgs want to reinvest. Bangalore still needs to continue to grow, and SMC needs to continue to make sure they have partners and, you know, just other companies in line with what they want in order to keep the game going because esports, you know, only takes it so far. Right. Yeah, he says if any org stays in, it will make VG dull to watch as one or two teams will be able to buy the best team where others can't afford the time needed to compete. And that's the big thing is the time. Yep, scrims and all that good stuff. Someone, Yeah, someone did call it a PR disaster. And I don't, where did I see that at? I want to go find that. Because I don't necessarily, like Iraq says, I wouldn't call it a PR disaster. Esports scene is hurting due to big changes, yes. Lack of communications, yes. <laughs> but the game itself should be fine, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, it was Odds. Odds was voicing his opinion. Saying it was more of a, a staffing error. I don't really know what he means by that, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, this this weekend, I think it's going to go down no matter what. It's going to happen with Ugh. with some teams. What fingers crossed? What teams wrote it? Oh, here we go. All right, we got we got news. Rising Lotus. What? You know who Rising Lotus what? is? <laughs> uh, where are you getting this at? This is on Twitter. They tweeted three it's hours tweeted. ago, The Return. Uh, okay. So, hmm, Rising Lotus. They were a competitive EU team. Not a big org, that's for sure. They have 428 followers. Our podcast has more than them. Uh, but Hundor retweeted it. So, you know, that could be a thing. Yeah. Not the thing that we want. I'd rather have SK, but... Oh, man. It's so funny. Yeah, I, I'm going to sit back and watch people attack each other and disagree and agree. It's going to be interesting to see people that really don't have the right to say some things that they do. Some people that do. Like Iraqi Zoro, for instance. I feel like he's one person that has his hand in the cookie jar. Like He is affected by everything. He's a pro player. He was an analyst. 
Um, and remember that big threat he, that we got thrown into this, that past weekend? Yeah. Like, there was things thrown around that were true that weren't true. For instance, Dragonborn tweeted this, and let me read it. Uh, I We have a screenshot of it. He deleted it, but guess what? We have a screenshot. So, he says... This season, there will be at least four teams in the VPL who will be getting paid zero dollars. So, now whether Dragon was just assuming or whether he knew something, tweeted it, and then realized he shouldn't have. Yeah, I don't know. But now that now with what's happened today, that's almost more confirming what he said. Because if there's only going to be four teams paid or four teams franchised, you have eight teams and both, you know, both uh, EU and A, only four are getting it. That Maybe that's why Misfits left. Maybe that's why SK. And then SK, I still don't understand because that's the best team in EU. You should you would think they would never not get a franchise. But he said that, deleted it because it got a lot of questioning and confusion. Dragonborn is a senior project manager for ESP Gaming, which is in charge of production for Vanglory. Nothing to do with the creation of the league, but still someone that may have more information than what I had. Uh, he said that, and then there was a lot more conversation that was just, you know, we just lurked and read them. Not necessarily something we were, you know, putting really any information in because there was nothing to add. But then at the end, Iraqi got somehow commented in and he said at the end by the way this thread has a lot of miss or a lot of wrong information about the vpl so even he was seeing some things that he's like no that's not true that's not true which was good because there in that thread there was a lot of people saying negative stuff and it was good to see iraqi say there's a lot of stuff here that are wrong you guys might want to just wait until you actually see announcements right i think that's one of the biggest things we need to do uh obviously on the podcast and our, it is our job to speculate and to and pass on these things to everyone. I'm not sitting here throwing out accusations about who's wrong, who's right. Um, but <laughs> uh, I just dropped the f bomb, but no one will hear it um, because I don't know. So, like the best thing I like to do is I like to sit back and wait, and when I get the real news, then I'll talk about it. Uh, but right. we've been hearing a lot of real news today, which is good and uh, not good, but just good for us as a podcast to be able to talk about something. But I'm going to do the right thing and allow the team at SEMC to release the information that needs to be released to put people's questions down. I promise right. you SEMC is aware that people are questioning things. If anyone reads through the Twitter and relays information to the teams at SEMC, it would be the social media team at, at SEMC. That team sees everything. I know for a fact they do. They have tons of people on the Vanglory account. They may not like and interact with everything that happens, but I'm sure they see it. I know Wolfhands probably doesn't sit there and give everything to Fuji saying, hey, Fuji, this person just said this about esports. This person just said this. Right. But like to an extent, they're seeing people's concerns. But, the, the, right. you know, again, I'm going to say this one more time. Uh, announcement. Here we go. What's happening? Oh, shit. What? Vision Gaming. What? What? Go to Vision Gaming right now. This was two hours ago. How am I just now seeing this? Bro, what? Hold on. God, no. No. I'm tapping too fast. Vision Gaming. Announcement here. We can see you guys in the preseason. They tagged teams. Yeah. Okay, that I'm. I mean, so he says. Oh, Freaking ambulance. He says, new era of Vision Gaming Vanglory. See you guys in the preseason of the Vanglory Premier League and, of course, on the Southern's Rise. So he tagged Vanglo they, Vision Gaming, tagged Vanglory Esports and ESP. So at And he at least tagged Nova, Rogue, and Team Solo Mid. So maybe those three teams are definitely hanging around. Like, Nova has been playing. So obviously we know players have been playing for them, but we haven't seen Nova say any official news about, yeah, this is our team. Rogue hasn't said shit. We know Evol was still with them, along with Sibs, I thought. Pawn, I didn't know if he was still there. And then Team Solomit is supposedly Child's Play. But if they tag them, maybe that means Vision knows those teams are staying. I doubt it. 
I doubt it. Because really? well, how I don't know. Can Vision tag its team? I mean, wouldn't wouldn't TSM be pissed? Be like, hey, we don't know. If yeah, we're right, right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, Why like, are they releasing that information if they like they would have to know something? They wouldn't just say that and make a fool of themselves. Or maybe they're just trying to help save Anglor and be like, hey, TSM, we're excited to see you. Do you think TSM gives a F about Vision Gaming saying they're excited yeah, to see yeah, him? Probably not. I did, I, probably not. But <laughs> Wait, what's the roster? Who, Visions? Uh, Lightning T, PvP, Neon, and Vulnerable, and Pool. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. Man, I missed that. I had a long day at work today, so I didn't get to catch up. I didn't get to see everything. Uh, but uh, hopefully I'll be able to uh, catch up. That's what I've been doing as I make the podcast, so just seeing what the next person said, what the next person said, what the next person said. <laughs> Damn, son. Damn, son. Um, Wait, are we still recording? Yeah, we are. <laughs> I was thinking about what I, my original point was that I, I would assume SCMC will be announcing more things and uh, hopefully things will maybe even out once Saturday gets here. What time does it start Saturday? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a trick question. We don't know. Uh, um, no idea bro. I would say like 10am maybe we'll get like 3 matches for EU and then 3 matches for NA um, but Lol. yeah it's like everyone's saying uh, everyone understands why people are freaking out and everyone feels bad about it um, but overall maybe maybe uh, people it's like for the better but Iraqi says his intentions on the original feed were to shed light on a on a different from a different perspective than what's dominant right now in these Twitter feeds. Saying there's so much negative, Iraqi wanted to give some positive look, which is thank God he did. It's good to have that someone who definitely knows the scene isn't 15 saying the game's dead, da 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 da, and like just rants about things that maybe aren't relevant. So it's good to see Iraqi like here's what I think, and if you agree with me, then fine. Yeah. Wow. Well, I don't what know. What an episode. I know. I think that's it, right? Gangstars, we talked about kind of them, their whole thing leaving. We talked about just SK leaving. That's fine. I'll check that off my list. Um, what else? We check... Misfits off the list. Maybe Alex will come on and talk about things that have happened. And uh, maybe that will be our Thursday episode. Maybe we'll record Thursday. Maybe uh, we could do three episodes this week. Maybe I'll just record every night by myself if I have to. I don't know. But like, if Thursday comes and we get announcements for what's happening that weekend, we could. I could jump on and maybe try to make a recording. Even I mean, if Crude can be around, then great. Or someone... And just yeah. talk about, you know, Thursday night, record real quick to make just an, a special Friday episode about the weekend. Because who knows when they're actually so, going to release it. Yeah, heads up, listeners, real quick. If announcements uh, before, well, let me put it this way. I don't know. If, if we record Wednesday night, I don't know if I'll be able to be here. I actually got some free tickets to a concert that I really don't want to turn down. Um if I if Endless and I, which obviously Endless does all the editing and stuff, and he has a very busy schedule, if it works out, then we'll be able to do it. But if not, it might just be Endless and Pauly, or maybe just Endless for that episode. Um, might I just might have to sit out one. So Show I know you're gonna be on. devastated. You're gonna be devastated, but I apologize. I can't turn this down. Yeah. So if I do an interview, maybe it'll be even. Maybe it'll just be better because I don't plan on talking much anyways. If yeah. Alex does come on, like I want to give him the platform just to tell what happened and maybe just throw a few questions here and there that come to mind. Um, you know, me and you have had the interviews in the past anyways where me and you barely talk. It's just like one question that we sit there. So I don't know if I'd want to waste your time anyways. Um, I mean, if I can, I'll definitely do it. Right, right. We can do it together. Yeah. But 
I think for the most part overall, I'm still really excited to see about I, I'm still excited to see the production. I really think I really hope cool things happen with that and ESP. I hope like some I hope they have some magical stuff they can do uh towards this season. I think preseason will be fun to see them try things, work things out and going into June. Um June's not that far away, but we do have five full weeks of preseason and I, I we could see a lot of things change with teams just in that preseason. Maybe orgs want to see teams perform before they take a risk. So maybe at the end of preseason we have one team that's dominating that wasn't really supposed to dominate. Maybe an org picks them up heading into the actual VPL. You just never know. Um, I, I I think whoever plays in the preseason will be the official VPL. Maybe they won't have all eight teams set for the VPL, but they'll just play the teams that they do have ready in the preseason. Just right. like, hey, we don't have all eight, but we have six at least. So maybe those six will just play for five <laughs> weeks until we figure out the last round two. robin. <laughs> well, we'll we have five weeks to actually get it set. That's the I guess that is a positive. Even though preseason should be set with all eight teams, to be fair, like to get everyone scrimming and on the big screen, all everyone should be set. But if not, it's not miserable right because nothing counts for total points for the actual vpl so i guess at the end of the day uh they could finalize all that two weeks before the actual vpl starts yeah it's a good point do you remember that uh pokemon go fest thing that had like a disaster yeah they settled the lawsuit for 1.6 million dollars what? Yeah, they're reimbursing travel costs for attendees at last year's Chicago event. $1.6 million. What? Isn't that insane? That's crazy. I mean, it's not that relative to Vanglory, but it's still video games. And I know me and you, I remember we talked about that. And we're like, oh, that's I used weird. to play it all the time. Yeah, you were weird. What? Why am I weird? I love Pokemon. Because I just, you're not weird, but it was just funny yeah. that you and your buddy stuck through it. And I was like, this isn't fun for me because I'm just a competitive person. I'm like, I just throw a ball at a Pokemon that randomly appears. What? Yeah, but it was, uh, it was, we kind of did exercise and stuff. Yeah, you guys like brought some bikes, bikes you know? It yeah. was like a, a good bonding experience. It was. Right. Um. All right. So this week's going to be crazy. Uh, everyone stick to Twitter. Uh, anyone that likes to speak their mind, maybe you just turn their notification on. So that way you can catch some big things. Oh, you know what I wanted to say? Uh, Fuji, right? Oh, I have geez. his, real quick, I have his notifications on. When, uh, Cavalfar tweeted out that, like, no April Fools, we're leaving Vanglory and everything. Like, please retweet all this stuff. Fuji originally retweeted it. Because I got the notification yeah. from Fuji, and I like, I saw that there was a tweet, and it just showed Fuji's name. So I like, I went and typed in Fuji's name, went to Twitter. There was nothing there, and I went back to my notification, and I saw that it was Valifar's tweet. I'm like, wow, Fuji retweeted that, but then unretweeted it. Like, Damn. why did he decide that maybe I shouldn't retweet his tweet about SK not getting franchised and leaving Vanglory? Yikes. Like maybe Fuji's like pissed that some of these teams are leaving. Maybe they thought that they could not give them franchise and they would still stick around. Clearly they can't support the 5v5. Like it's just too much money. It's, the Vanglory doesn't have enough money for orgs to pay and support a 5v5 roster. That's plain and simple. Yep. Okay, well. You know, disclosure, everyone, there could have been a lot of things that were wrong on this episode. So, you know, everything we say, speculation, there's only so much facts, especially when we were just reading off people's opinions on Twitter. Uh, so don't shoot the messenger. We just like to say whatever we, we like here. Uh, for anyone that thinks we hate Vanglory and, you know, any of that, obviously that's not true. Uh, we, we love the game and we hope 2018 is, you know, still a positive year and, you know, we think everything's going to turn out for the better. Uh, just right now, there's a lot of shit hitting the fan, so we're definitely paying close attention and hope everything works out. Follow us on Twitter, TFR underscore esports. Uh, join in on the conversation. We, we love retweeting everyone's opinions. Sometimes we give our opinions, uh, but 
you know, we're an esports podcast. So once the esports starts up, the clips, the you know, Instagram follows on our Instagram TFR. Is it TFR underscore esports? I need to make sure yes. just because uh, we'll be posting maybe some screenshots of some games, that kind of stuff. Uh, so you know, you'll be able to follow us there. But once esports start, that's when we want to interact with you. That's when we, you know, we want to we want to definitely shine. So. Hopefully uh, you'll get back to our, our set schedule. Get back to the swing to. of things. Yeah. So uh, hopefully that will happen soon. You know, this weekend, hopefully it starts up. But other than that, cheers to everyone for hanging out. This episode was crazy. Probably one of the biggest episodes we had since January, since the announcement of the original VPL. We had a lot of information, a lot of things going down. Maybe we'll get more insight sure. with uh, bringing other people on. Uh, so we'll see you later this week and uh, have a good, uh, you know, the rest of your Tuesday or whenever you're listening. And uh, we'll, we'll talk with you later. Cheers. Cheers, man. Thanks for tuning in to Time for Rolling. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes or Google Play Music and subscribe for weekly episodes. Follow us on Twitter at Time for Rolling and at TFR underscore esports. Until next week for another edition of Time for Rolling. Time for rolling.